Sabonis brought it to him. Hey, everybody, and welcome to All Pacers, the only podcast brought to you by Pacers fans, and it's for Pacers fans. As always, this is Jeremy, and I'm joined by Jack, and we have a special guest with us today. Yeah. Filling in slash here because we wanted him to be here for Breezy <laughs> is our friend Kyle. Hello. Thanks for having me. First time? First time on the Pacers podcast. The All Pacers podcast? First time ever talking about the Pacers in my life. <laughs> just um, yes, thanks for having me. First time on the All Pacers podcast. First time on any Pacers podcast. Yeah, and uh, we have you here for a reason, too. We'll get into that later, but yeah. uh, we're glad you're here, man. Oh, I appreciate glad it. Glad you could take some time out of your busy schedule. So busy, yes. Do you do you mind if I... Is it time for Stat of the Day? Uh, sure. If you're <laughs> <laughs> eagerly ready to do the Stat of the Day, we, this is usually where Austin begins talking about trains or oh okay what else is what, any other nonsense feet? you can think of. <laughs> okay feet <laughs> i do that i do know that story i did listen to that part um okay the stat of the day is brought to you by um the kentucky wildcats my favorite team classic jeremy's least favorite team and jack's least favorite team no i i kind of like kentucky yeah um purdue is my least favorite no oh, I, I, sh- I can't say good that call. i've <laughs> no i like purdue i if you're a yeah. Purdue fan out there listening, yeah, yeah, we cool. love you. We <laughs> like Purdue. That's very okay. convincing. You're not using your um, lying voice at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, where were you guys, December fifteenth, nineteen ninety-seven? Well, as you know, much like the Memphis Grizzlies, I was preparing for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you are very festive, and it's one of the reasons why I've always thought you were a Grizzlies fan at heart. <laughs> but uh, no, I I was a, a very young child so i probably was i don't know sleeping yeah what year were you born 94 okay what day were you born today oh <laughs> today's your birthday it is yeah, happy Dude. birthday I, I literally i thought it was saturday <laughs> oh for real i'm learning right now that today's your birthday <laughs> yeah i'm yeah, the worst it. no no it's okay you're having me on your pod <laughs> anyways yeah, can you just leave <laughs> see myself out um i was 11 and i was in toronto canada Oh, for the um, fourteen and eight Indiana Pacers playing against the two and twenty one Toronto Raptors. Stat of the day goes to Mark Pope, who totaled seven points and grabbed three rebounds. A career night for a Pacers legend, Kentucky <laughs> alumni, I might add, Mark Pope. So when we um, when we were talking about Mark Pope before the podcast, I, I have to admit. I am a. I put myself like I always say in the top five percent of Pacers fans in the world. I've never heard of this dude in my <laughs> life. <laughs> um, his there, his there career high is seven. That's his career high. His career high is well for Indy. Wow. I um, mean, it's your stat. Sorry. I <laughs> there are. Pro- yeah. I mean, that's his career high. <laughs> it's not a question. Um, no, I, his career high is ten. Sorry. In Indy, it's seven. Okay. He was a lot better in Milwaukee. I would. I would put myself in the five percent of um, Kentucky fans, and I. I bet you there are. Plenty of Kentucky fans who have no idea also yeah. who Mark Pope is. So, and he has a title. I would assume most Kentucky fans don't know that their players go on to the NBA. <laughs> it is probably hard to keep up with. Yeah. It's a lot easier for IU fans or Louisville fans. You know, like, we don't have a ton of players in the NBA. Yeah. Kentucky, half the NBA is Kentucky. Yeah. There's probably at least two Kentucky guys per roster know, at this point. Speak for yourself. Best player in the best team in the West. So, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, I mean. Brian Bowen. Are the where do the Clippers rank? Because the Hoosiers have the best player on the Clippers right now, Yogi Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> also, Cody Zeller, 
Hornets? Cody Zeller is no slouch. He is the so sixth the man. So IU has a player on the best announcer of any team. Yes. Because the Charlotte Hornets. Do they just have one? The I'm best trying announcer. to think. Yeah, but how many Kentucky Wildcats are on Charlotte? Uh, one, two. Because <laughs> there's Nick. What's his face? Oh, three. Yeah, Nick Richards, Nick Malik Richards, Monk, Malik and Monk. Um, PJ Washington. Yeah, PJ Washington. Yeah. Who can just throw it down? I didn't know yeah, that about him. He's got some ups. All right, that's your stat of the day, Mark Pope. Were you were you there with Breezy, or were you guys just separately there? Because um, I assume he was there as well. Yeah, you know, I now that you say that, I don't. We didn't hang out, but now that you say that, I do think I remember seeing um, a man walking around with no shoes, <laughs> just <laughs> seeing his feet. Did he have a cowboy hat on. <laughs> he did have a cowboy hat on and a, <laughs> a turtle and a turtleneck sweater. Yes, <laughs> it's definitely Breezy. Then. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to some news from this week. Uh, the Colts' schedule is out. Okay. Uh, they play on Christmas. Uh, yeah. Which would be exciting if there wasn't NBA on Christmas. <laughs> That's going to interfere oh, with yeah, that. Tr- yeah. Is Christmas isn't the big day. It's Thanksgiving, right? For, yes. the, for the NFL, yeah. So yeah. They're, they're moving this year to having more games on Saturdays once college is done. Interesting. So you'll have Saturday NFL after the college season wraps up. And now see, I'm okay with that. Christmas is on Saturday this year. Oh, uh, so. yeah. I think I was texting you, Jeremy. I said, on Christmas Day, the NFL needs to go away. Yes. I love the NFL, and I love fantasy football, but Christmas is for the NBA. And I'm, I'm, all, I'm here for the Saturday NFL games, but Christmas Day is for the NBA. What will you do? Uh, to TV it. To course. TV it, nice. Obviously, yes. always. Uh, some other they open the season with the Seahawks, which should be a fun game, and they have a uh, the the Christmas game against is against the Cardinals. So Kyler oh. Murray coming to town, hopefully healthy. That'll be a yeah, fun game. That is a fun game. And they've got a couple. Uh, they got a Thursday night and a Monday night too. So I don't have the schedule in front of me. I'm just six prime times. It, oh, so. I'm loud. <laughs> six six prime times. Man, I wish our producer was here. <laughs> six prime times. <laughs> One of those is the Christmas game. It's an eight fifteen game. So. Nice. Nightcap on your Christmas with some Colts. Jack, did you have any Pacers news from this week? Yeah, um, there was the Bobby Slick Leonard ceremony. Mm-hmm. Not ceremony. What? Memorial. memorial. Yeah, memorial. Um, did he die? So he did. We we did a podcast or we did a segment on him a couple weeks ago. Hoosiers legend. He's on the Mount Rushmore for Indiana basketball. Interesting. Like in total, not just I IU. Thought was, I thought it was cool they made the tickets uh, $5.29 yeah. in honor of the 529 wins. I didn't that put cool. that together. I'm glad he said that. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Was um, this man a, a player for the Indiana Hoosiers? For the Hoosiers, uh, for the Pacers, for he was a coach for the Pacers. He was the the commentator for the Pacers. He was the architect of the ch- biggest thing, yeah. Turning the ABA Pacers into an NBA team. Inter- okay. He and raised money to wow. keep the team alive. And when Indiana was going to leave Indianapolis potentially, he s- he did a telethon mm-hmm. and saved the Pacers from leaving. So This this man's a legend. He's yeah. he's on the Mount Rushmore for Indiana basketball. Right like, ne- wow. Yeah, I mean, he has to be at this right point. Right next like, to Mark Pope. Right next <laughs> to <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Well, we'll see. We'll maybe <laughs> w- if Mark Pope comes back and yeah. coaches a little bit, then yeah, yeah for sure, definitely yeah. then. But he's he is a college coach, or he was a college coach. Okay, well, yeah. he's top ten right now for yeah, Indiana for sure. <laughs> I don't know about top four, about Rushmore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's some news. Other news: uh, T.J. Leaf, as I found out, it's not really news, but he's the all-time leader in turnover percentage for the Pacers. It's wild. Yeah. So has. <laughs> The best, like if you give TJ Leaf the ball, he's not losing. Is there it. like a minimum minutes game, uh, minutes played here? Minutes per I, game? I don't know. The second second best all times, Al Jefferson for wow. Indiana. Okay, I know there's some Al Jefferson believers out there. I'm not one yeah. of them. So pretty know. much, it's so this stat is for guys who just don't touch the ball. 
Yeah, therefore, well, they don't, therefore, they don't turn it CJ over. CJ Leaf, it's, as soon as he gets in the game, guaranteed turnover. <laughs> <laughs> At least once. No, 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 no. It's a good thing. No, it's saying he so barely he, turns it over. Oh, it's not yes. highest I know. Th- I had to look it up because I was like, he turned it over that I mean, much? you would assume that, yes. Yeah, it sounds like a bad thing. The yeah. thing that we're missing and that we haven't brought up, though, is anytime TJ Leaf got the ball, it was under the basket, and he clanked it off the back of the rim. So it's not like he lost it by like losing the ball. It's as soon as he touched it, he shot it, and it missed. Okay, mm. this makes a lot more sense because he did always – he would catch it in the post, go down with it 100% of the time, no matter what. Yeah. Even if it was an open dunk, he <laughs> would go down with the ball first <laughs> to make sure he has possession, and then he would go up and miss it. And yeah. So it makes a lot more sense. And I think we just like blew right by it last week because we had skipped a week of the podcast. Um, he is on the Trailblazers and played – nine or ten minutes against the Pacers the other night mm-hmm. and did he just dominate him oh man it, I gotta tell you I <laughs> miss him game. I miss him so much man <laughs> no I mean they played him so that's cool but I wish him nothing but the best he has a lot of work to do though that's true he I don't really does yeah as as far as the rest of the news the biggest piece for me is Indiana Pacers have locked a play-in spot yep and um the Pacers hate their coach allegedly, but are playing like they love him and want him <laughs> to stay around forever. So I, it's been a confusing week. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, All right, well, do you want to talk about the plan now? Yeah, let's let's, let's do it. Yeah. It. So, as of whenever you all listen to this, uh, they will have already played the Bucks, which means we'll have a little bit more of an understanding of what spot they're going to land in. But as of right now, they could land seven, two, ten, and any of those spots in there. Um, so it's wide open right now. What they're going to get. Hopefully, I'm hoping they stick in the 9-10 range, but with the Celtics bombing and the Hornets right tied with us right now, but they have the tie break, um, it, it'll depend on how they do closing out, so we'll see. Uh, as far as the coach goes, I'm, here's my theory. I want to see, see what you guys think about it. I think they had the big public blow-up. Everyone was talking about it. Uh, nobody ever talks about the Pacers, <laughs> so <laughs> they got the, so they have all this national attention on them all of a sudden, and I think it was a wake up call to the guys a bit. Like they realized, hey, because they hadn't been playing professionally. Yeah, there's a lot of possessions where it looked like they weren't trying very hard, and I think they were like, okay, we need to get this together. So now they they've been playing a lot. They've looked better in the games. So I think that was a big wake up call for them in that moment. Yeah, I don't think we have guys who just will roll over and quit. I've I've never thought that about this team. Um, there's been times this year where, like, we question them sitting out. I mean, well, oh, I don't sorry. think I don't think anybody was rolling over and quitting. I just I there question, are guys that will do I that. I question though. the lack of effort fr- on both ends of the court from a number of players. Yeah, M- almost all of them. Well, I mean, and if anyone was gonna just give up and lose the rest of the games this year, it was gonna be the Pacers yeah. after that story came out. <laughs> and for the Pacers to come out and win two games after that. Um, is crazy. I mean, one was against the Cavaliers for sure, but like I, what we were hoping for being like a, I hate saying this, but losing the rest of our games and getting a better draft pick, the Pacers have a completely different mindset. It seems right, like they the players win. do and they, they want to well, win. Came yeah. out, Sabonis came out and said they want to win. Yeah. They're not going to lose. And I don't, I don't want my team to go out and try to lose. I wanted them to lose, but I didn't want them to try. To right, lose. you don't want them. To <laughs> Big difference there. Yes. But yes. like, I mean, we're gonna put guys out there who are gonna want to win, but like, we don't have our best guys out there. And for Sabonis, yeah. for Sabonis to take a, a huge step forward, like he just did the past few games mm-hmm. too, and Karis Levert playing at a really high level um, by his rookie cards. If you get a chance, if you guys are 
um, into that. I, I'm not buying cards anymore. I bet Austin spent hundreds of dollars <laughs> on them already. But um, yeah, I mean, for them to just to like turn it up a notch and then to start alongside O'Shea Brissett, your boy, mm-hmm. Doug McDermott, and uh, Mal- well, I guess Malcolm Brogdon is playing more too. But I mean, it just it doesn't seem like a team that should go out and beat the 76ers or. Now, to be fair, Sixers did not have Joel Embiid. They didn't have Joel Embiid, who probably could be the MVP this year. I don't know if he will be, but... Shouldn't be. He won't be. And he won't be. And they have the Defensive Player of the Year, for whatever reason. Shouldn't be, won't be. Won't be. I think he will. I think he will. The odds say differently. The odds say differently. That's why I'm buying Because I already cashed out my bet. Ooh. And you know what they say, may the odds be ever in your favor... Okay, but they're not I, in his favor. I did have a bet for Ben Simmons to win the defensive player of the year that would have paid I think 130. Oh, $1.30. Yeah, $1.30. Did you put like 2 cents yeah, on, a penny on it? <laughs> um and I looked at the odds of Gobert winning and they were very high. Best defender on the best team, who's also maybe the best defensive team. So I think he's going to win it. So maybe like the second best. He can guard team. the 2 through 4 like Boyan Bogdanovich uh, all of a sudden or? Yeah, right. <laughs> No, I agree. Well, I, I want to say, say who's this? the best defensive player. I, yeah, if you ask me who the best defensive player is right now, I think it's Ben Simmons. However, Only because the best defensive player is right. hurt right now. I agree. Miles Turner has missed too many <laughs> games <laughs> to be to qualify. I so this known. year, this I should have known this was coming. Hey, pa- league Pacers leader fans, blocks. Pacers fans, we don't need to be up in arms this year. He just he missed too many games. Yeah. he can't be in consideration this year, and it's fine. Okay, I will say this. I'm I, up in arms. <laughs> I, I do think Ben Simmons is the best defender in the league right now because he guards one through five. I think Rudy Gobert is going to win the Defensive Player of the Year. But, uh, but Ben Simmons can't guard Jokic, and he can't guard an Embiid. Well, first of all, he's not allowed he to guard Embiid. Yeah, he doesn't need to guard Embiid. <laughs> if, if you want my vote, Ben Simmons, I need you to play Start some defense Embiid. on Embiid a little bit. <laughs> and I, I've said this before, too. Like, who is guarding Jokic? Nobody's guarding Jokic. You can't hold think, that against a guy. I think Westbrook is the only player who could play defense against one of his own teammates because he just wouldn't give them the ball. <laughs> so, like... He's playing defense against Beal by just going rogue on some possessions. And also with three seconds left in the shot clock, passing to him in double coverage, which is a very Westbrook thing yeah, to do, you see too. me? I passed. Yeah. <laughs> and the old Chris Paul thing. Real quick before we get on, move on from this, I know you're not a huge Westbrook guy. No, no, no. I, no, I am. I've heard you talk bad about him a lot. Oh, okay. You think he's a he's a stat chaser. Oh, okay. But no, we what talked you, about what this. You, Anyone who's a triple-double threat is a stat chaser. What do you think his record is in games he has a triple-double in? Uh, 20 and 20. Okay. okay. He's had over 180. Oh, <laughs> not just this season. I thought you meant just this oh, year. Yeah. Um, he's had over 180. I think, isn't that 182? Yeah, something, something like that. 172? Was it like 179 and 1? Is that what his record is in <laughs> those games? Okay, I'm going to go 20, 20, and 140. <laughs> Ties? <laughs> come on, come on. Real guess, real guess. Okay, uh, I'm gonna just going to say, since you're asking it this way, I feel like it's going to be 120 and 60. You said 136 wins. That is wild. Okay, can I say this? Yeah. I think there's a huge difference between a stat chaser and a good stats, bad team guy. I think Westbrook is just a really, really good stats who can never be the best or second best player on a title team. Like, I don't think he'll ever... You don't ever think he's going out and, like, I want to get a triple-double tonight? No, I... Well, and that's what I mean. But I he might... he wants to get a triple-double because that's how competitive he is and that's the way he plays And the also game. his team wins when right. he gets and triple-doubles. Right, and I have nothing wrong with that either. That's what I'm saying is he's a stat chaser. I'm not saying that's a bad thing because they're winning when he does yeah. it. It's I the same way, like, Luka Doncic, to me, is a stat chaser. 
I don't. But get he's that. a great I player. I don't get that. Contributes wins to his. I don't. It's. He's a playmaker that gets very good stats because of I'm his not saying it's ability. a bad thing. Is the thing I yeah. I think if you're going out and getting triple like doubles term. in this no, no, new era hang, hang of NBA, no, no, no. stat chaser is a negative term in the NBA. It has a negative connotation yes. for sure. Okay, if, well it's it's another it's another it, made up word by me then or like <laughs> with a different definition. No, like I, mega I think superstar. I think Westbrook will. N- I would not if you were like last five minutes of the game title game seven NBA finals. I don't want Westbrook on my team. Like I just don't. But I think he does a lot of good things in the first 43 minutes to help his team Mm -hmm. win. Uh, I just don't think he does enough good things in the last five minutes. Stat chasers, man. (laughs) Can't can't trust him. (laughs) Can't trust him. It's weird having a nuanced conversation about sports and not just having both Jack and Breezy yell back at me with (laughs) stat chaser and Breezy just saying no. (laughs) He doesn't um, can care. I, can I set up a scenario for you guys to for the um for the Pacers to make the playoffs? They have already made the playoffs. Sorry, to make the real playoffs. No, no, yeah, the plan yeah. doesn't I, count as the playoffs. The real no, playoffs. You're right. Okay. I think you're right. Um, um and sure. So they get they get the nine seed, right? Yep. And they lose their done. Right? They're right. they lose their done. However, I mean, when you're the nine seed playing against a ten seed stat chaser. You're not losing that game, right? Uh, well, if it's the Wizards, <laughs> yeah, we're losing that game. <laughs> okay, that's there the is problem. A, okay, there is a scenario where the Pacers can be and will be or should be better than the Wizards if, you know, Beal's got a hamstring thing. Hamstring things are never good. Uh, they always last longer than they're supposed to. So they win that game. They, they get the game at home, right? Mm-hmm. It's a 9 versus 10, so they get it at home. Charlotte, Which we'd probably opt to play it on the road because we're better on the road this year. <laughs> Charlotte, <laughs> let's be honest. Boston is a complete shell of themselves. And some bonus is on a new level right now yes, with Jaylen, no big man. Jalen Brown is out for the season. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte takes care of Boston, in my opinion. Okay. They're more talented. Um, they have Cody Zeller. They have. They do have uh, Indiana Mount Rushmore number three Cody Zeller <laughs> on their team. So Charlotte jumps in and gets that seven seed, which leaves the Pacers, like you said, to play Boston with no big man, and Sabonis just eats, and they get the eight seed. And you know, we just saw what they did to the Seventy Sixers the other night. Who knows? Yeah, maybe uh, they beat the Seventy Sixers <laughs> in seven games. I think the Seventy Sixers. I think they're trembling. I think they're yeah, hoping they're Indiana doesn't. Yeah, they're like, please win, Washington. Please win. Look, Ben Simmons keeps talking about how he's the best defender in the league. Can he guard Karis Levert? Well, we have to remember it was a really fluky thing where instead of losing in the second half, the Pacers came back and won in the second half. Yeah, weird. So mm. I didn't really understand how that happened or how that even works. I don't as as Pacers fans who watch every game, is there a matchup that you're like, this is what I want? Like, who's the team that you're in like? In the play-in? No. It, it, any, any well, the play-in's Boston. Yeah, in the Boston. play-in, I'd like Boston. But I don't think we can beat the Wizards because they've destroyed us. Yeah, You'd rather play Westbrook, Boston than Washington? What, Westbrook's averaging 20 assists per game in three games against the Pacers yeah. this year? Good Lord. Yeah, 20 <laughs> a game? Dude, it's, which Man. also emphasizes or like backs up my claim of him being a stat chaser <laughs> a little bit because you kind of have to be a stat chaser to have 20-20-20. Well, in a game – well, he had – didn't – in a game where they score 154 points, it makes <laughs> sense that someone would have that many here's, here's a, Yeah, that's true. Here's what makes him a stat chaser is if he knows that. If he knows I've had 20 assists a game in three games against the Pacers, all I care about tonight is getting my 
fourth game against the Pacers where I have 20 assists. Yeah. That's what it's to me. That's like a stat chaser. So it's I a wait and see thing. It is a wait and see. It's thing, happened yes. three games. You three invite times me. Already. You Why do I need to no, wait? Fourth time's <laughs> no, a charm. It happens, yeah. Four times a charm. <laughs> okay. You invite me back if he does it. Okay. And okay. I'll eat my words. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Still up in the air. Um, there's, there's a few teams that I'd be okay seeing. First of all, I think if you're playing the Hawks right now in the playoffs, you're not afraid because of Nate McMillan's track record as a coach in the playoffs. <laughs> I think anyone can coach against them. I don't know about Nate Bjorkgren, so I <laughs> we, we'll see because a lot of our perspectives have changed on who Nate Bjorkgren is as a coach. We'll see going forward. But, um, yeah, as far as the play-in, like, uh, my mind shifts every week because last week I was thinking we're out of the – Sure. Or, I mean, we'll be 10th and lose first round mm-hmm. to the Wizards, which even at this point, like, the Hornets are kind of falling down a little bit. The Pacers are playing really well. I could see us getting into this eighth spot. I know they have the tiebreaker. We have two tough games yeah. ahead of us, and then we play the Raptors, who are trying to, who are actively trying to lose games. Right. Listen, you take care of the Wizards at home. Boston's, Boston's the easy one. They're chopped liver. Yeah, they're they're shell themselves. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, I would love the better draft pick, but rather than just getting beat four games in a row by Philly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But, I mean, at the same time, too, like, I would love to see Sabonis get some more reps in the playoffs, Karis LeVert get some more reps in the playoffs, and then, I don't know, I don't even know if we'll have any of the other guys next season. Yeah. In my opinion, making the playoffs is always better than, I know this is going to sound funny to say, but making the playoffs is always better than not, unless you are, unless you just have, like, no future whatsoever, and you need... To, to start building. I don't think the Pacers – obviously it would be great to have a good pick, but they don't need to rebuild, I don't think. And they have like a nucleus that is pretty good. They've just been like wrecked with injuries. And getting those guys playoff experience I think is more important than getting the ninth pick, tenth pick of the draft. Counterpoint. Yes, please. Tell them who we got at tenth once. <laughs> I just – I don't want to run Goga? back again. <laughs> we got him at 18th. Yeah, okay. So you're saying you don't want it. How many you times, don't run it how many times are they going to run it back and lose in the first round of the playoffs? How many times, though, have they lost in the first round of the playoffs with Brogdon, Levert, Warren, Sabonis, Turner? Well, we'll I'm telling you right now, we will never know. Because I, I, I'm we'll not never a know if fan, that's going to work in the playoffs. But I would want to see it. I would at least want to see we've it. We've been saying that. For, I mean, we've been saying we want to see our starting lineup in the playoffs <laughs> for years. But we, like, we literally can't. There's never been a scenario where we get to see it other than 2014, you know? Oh, really? Well, here the thing. My I guess you can go to 2017. I don't even know what. No, because Oladipo was out that year. What? Or no, that was 2018. What no. I've been saying I want is, we're we're in the playoffs already. Yeah, we made the playing game. That's technically the playoffs. So we made the playoffs. You're so positive. Grab get that lottery spot for a chance to move up. I was doing a uh, lottery simulator the other day with us in the 12 seed. And I ran it like 20 times, and we only moved up once. <laughs> but <laughs> it's still better than picking 16th, I right. guess. It, you think the so NBA is going to really let us move? The NBA hates us. Why, why are we going to move up? Get the nine seed, lose, because you're technically in the playoffs. And what, what, Well, you don't need to. If you get the nine seed, you got your lottery pick, you might as well win and go go play. Okay, I, I got you. I got yeah. you. So you'd rather have the 10 seed and just p- still play the Wizards. Yeah, try and, try and yeah. win. So what try pick and get does in the, the 10 real seed get you? Uh, it depends. Um, how I, I'm not sure how everything is going to shake out. I think we're still the 12th seed as of the uh, 12th pick as of we're right now. We're tied with the Spurs at 33 and 36. And I believe it's for 12, right? 12 and 13. It, it looks like and it. And they have the tiebreaker, I think. Never know, man. So The lottery. That's what I'm saying. If you win the lottery. 
Do they have the tiebreaker? I don't know how that works. So they beat us twice, right? Oh, did they? Okay, I thought so they won the one game. Never mind. That would be the tiebreaker. Man. Well, okay. Well, then maybe you're right. <laughs> I don't even know what point you made. I'm just <laughs> 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 The point I made was we're in the playoffs, and I w- obviously, I, I like I said, I don't want them to try to lose, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with them getting a better pick. I think they are going to be making offseason moves this year anyway, mm-hmm. so – We'll have to, it's just a wait and see thing. Um, there's three teams in the West right now tied for the third longest losing streak. Can you name those? Can you name some of those teams? At least two of them. Rockets. No, Rockets are second with seven the, losses straight. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder are last with eight losses straight. Who's third? Who's tied for third? There's three teams. How many losses in a row? I don't think I can tell you that. Okay. Um. The Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans. Tim- Timberwolves. Yep. Nope. The Timberwolves Pel- are on a two-game win streak, man. Oh, I don't pay attention to them. Pelicans are tied with the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns for longest losing, st- third longest losing streak in the West right now at two. <laughs> the Suns. <laughs> wow. Yeah, every other team in the West is winning other than or on a win streak other than the Spurs who have lost one straight. That's so crazy. I haven't even looked at the Eastern Conference. It's probably crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of losses in the Eastern Conference, but just thought that was kind of fun. Uh, one final point about how the Pacers have been playing recently, and then we'll tell you how they've looked over the Ooh. last couple of weeks. Uh, Bjorkren has changed up his defense a little bit, um, running less of that zone where you see a lot of switches and Sabonis ending up on the perimeter all the time, <laughs> and that has helped the team. You think some. he read the article? I hope he would have already known that stat. I don't know if, Kyle, if, I don't know if you knew this, but going into this past week, Sabonis led the league in uh, distance ran in perimeter defense. <laughs> <laughs> How? We don't know. <laughs> uh, probably bad coaching. <laughs> in perimeter defense. Yeah. I thought it was just defense in general. Most distance traveled. No, it was, it was just perimeter. perimeter. Which is crazy. In the last week, you said? No, for the season. For the season. For the season. Yeah. He that was I was he gonna was say if he's guarding like if there was like a week where he's playing teams where they're they're they have a stretch five or so he's going out on the perimeter more, but the whole season. The entire season, yeah. So he's he's getting switched switched out onto right. a lot and uh we're not stopping it. We're not preventing it at all. It's okay. just been well, the Pacers' problem. So that's why, because people just keep going at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not stopping it, then they just keep getting Sabonis switched And onto. you know what? So, even, it might even get worse. Uh, well, it's a good thing he changed it because some teams are like, oh, wait, we can score 133, 154, um, 130 against the Pacers. Wow, we might as well keep trying to do what they're doing. So, But I'm glad they switched it because it was probably going to keep getting worse, especially with the Bucks. Tonight, and the Lakers on Saturday, who really need to win. So, yeah, yeah crazy. All right, well, here, here are the games we've had in the past week, starting with last Thursday, the 6th of May. That was a win, 133-126 over the Hawks, followed by a tough overtime loss, 133-132 to the Wizards. And then on Monday, we had a 111-102 win over the Terrible Cavs <laughs> and a 103-94 win over the Sixers. Jack, what were some of your thoughts about the games this past week? Well, okay, first of all, we got to say we we got Nate McMillan back in his uh, Nate McMillan revenge game. Yep. Sabonis and Levert looked really good. And that's really the story of all these games is Levert and Sabonis are willing this team into um, winning games. Yes. And Sabonis, like I said earlier, is taking a step forward. He's had a few triple-doubles and really good ones too. Um, and Scott got Chaser. <laughs> yeah, literally, yes. I, I am <laughs> not disagreeing with that. It's just not, though. <laughs> 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 He's like the opposite of a stat chaser. 
Ah, man, I guess you're right, but I mean, he's a, he's a smart player. He's passing out of the post when he needs to. Yes, but I have to keep saying he's a stat chaser just you, to you don't have to to though. enforce my argument. You really yeah, don't I do. have to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, even like this game that we lost to the Wizards in overtime, Sabonis had 30, 13, and thirteen. Karis LeVert had thirty five, fourteen, and eight. Whew. And Edmund Sumner, O'Shea Brissett, and Doug McDermott are starting alongside that. And they're not yeah. bad players, but they're not starting level talent either. And, and this is... Well, sorry. O'Shea we, Brissett might be Jeremy. Well, I no, apologize. that's not what I was going to say. This is the thing we've been saying all year. Like We're starting two or three guys a game that shouldn't be starters on yeah. any NBA team. Oh, and we didn't even mention... I, I feel like I've been apologizing to him every week for a few weeks now. But, hey, Keelan Martin, if you're out there listening, I'm sorry I've been tr- dogging you all season. Yeah, he gets one game a week where... <laughs> He's like, oh, that Jack Brown. <laughs> He's just <laughs> listening to the All Pacers pod. A minus six versus the Hawks or the Wizards. Who? Uh, Keelan Martin. Keelan yeah. Martin. What was the game he had? Twenty five. Was it against the Cavs? Yeah, the Cavs. Our one eleven, one oh two victory. If Keelan Martin didn't score twenty five, we would have lost by about fifteen. That's fair. <laughs> uh, also, did you guys see Kyrie had like forty five or something the other day? It was like a minus nine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's probably the worst defender in the league. Ooh. Isaiah Thomas is no longer on the the what was yeah. he on the Pelicans? Yeah, for a minute. So yeah, it has to be Kyrie at this point or Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young's up it there. It might be Trey for Young. sure. Also, Harden's back now. Yeah. So, but Harden's just so big. I feel like if you bump him, it might hurt you can, a little bit. He can at least be physical and strong. But does he want to be? Uh, no. Is he strong or is he just fat? Well, <laughs> he's on the Nets now, so he's strong. When yeah. he's on the Rockets, he was fat. I I disagree. I think no, he's, he's the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. He was wearing like ten jackets in that picture, guys. That's Come true. on. I Jeremy, you guys people keep telling me this. I still watch the Nets games and look at him and say, Okay, he's fat and not wearing jackets. But he's not how he was in that Rockets picture. Yeah. And he's also but he's also not how he was in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Like right. against the Warriors. Like Oh, like f- like an NBA Super an NBA fit. player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in shape, <laughs> he plays professional sport. Oh. His job is literally okay. He's playing a game first of all, but his job is to be Hang athletic, on, real quick, and fit. I hate when people say they play a game. We're doing a podcast about guys playing a game. <laughs> so what does that say about us? Love it. Well, there's nothing wrong with that in my book. <laughs> I just want to say, if your whole job is to be in shape and play good basketball then how are you not in shape like guys get in shape because he can play good <laughs> basketball without yeah it's crazy to me but true it's it's i mean the fact that it works is also in like that might even be a better look for him too it's like you're yeah. fat out of shape and you're one of the three best players in the league right he's now. he's like the he's like the ymca guy right yeah now, that just walks in and you're like who's this guy and yeah. he just owns <laughs> the court yeah. for the whole lunch hour but it's not like we're looking at him and saying oh like he's going to be bad. We don't have to worry about him. Right. People are actively afraid of James Harden shredding them up. They 100%. see that he's out of shape too, just like that. But he's still tearing. Did you up. see the pass he had last night? The full not. court. Uh, oh, I didn't see that pass. Oof. Yeah, that was nice. Go look that up. Yeah, pause the podcast. Go look that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already hit on these Cavs and Seventy Sixers games. Jack, did you have any final thoughts on those? Uh, I mean, like you said, uh, I guess Seventy Sixers. We came back to win this one. Uh, it was a w- it was a weird turn of events for the Pacers especially. I don't know if it was because we were missing somebody or just the Pacers maybe have finally clicked at this point and have mm-hmm. figured out how to turn the game around um, in our favor at the end of the games. But love to see it. Sabonis had another triple-double. He's, like I said, just on another level. And uh, 
you said the Cavs too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the Cavs. If we if we lost that game, it would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look ahead at the final three games of the season. Uh, that starts, of course, tonight with the Bucks, which we'll skip over that one because you won't have listened. Uh, the Buckaroos. They will have beaten us by 30 when you're <laughs> listening to this tomorrow. <laughs> uh, is so it on national television? It is not. Okay. So maybe like 20. Yeah. <laughs> that leaves two games, and that is Saturday against the Lakers, who I would assume by this point have LeBron and Anthony Davis back. Still I would, waiting I would to assume see. so, yes. And then finally closing out on Sunday against the Raptors. Both those games are 1 p.m. games. Oh, yeah, they're doing and that afternoon the entire, schedule, aren't they? And on Sunday, the, all the games should start at 1 or right around there. So yeah, that between be 1 day. and 3 or something like that. Yeah. I saw, yeah. So, Jack, what are you expecting out of these three games? Okay. First of all, Jeremy, Kyle, I have to say, if Andre Drummond is playing on Saturday, oh, yeah. it's game <laughs> over. I forgot about that. <laughs> the only thing we have going for us on Saturday against the Lakers is Miles Turner isn't out there to let Andre Drummond get 30 Jeez. rebounds against. So maybe, just maybe. He owns the Pacers, right? That's the Andre thing. Drummond? Yeah, he owns them, right? He own, he's the best player in NBA history, Kyle. He owns <laughs> literally every team. Jack, how are you feeling about your uh, Miles Turner won't be seen again this season take? Only three games left, and he hasn't been seen again yet. You guys always doubt me on this, these crazy takes year, I have. Right? Yeah. I thought, he sh- I thought he got shut down. I don't – Like I ever... said, like I said before he got shut down, Miles Turner is going to get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing with last – like I always make these crazy takes, and Jeremy and Austin just come on here and they roast me about it. It's the same thing last year – when the All-Star teams were about to get picked, I said, Kyrie Irving's going to come back for two weeks before the All-Star game, play like crazy, and beg to make it into the game, and then not play after it. Sure enough, that's literally what he did. Classic Kyrie. Yeah, and some of this stuff I feel like super predictable, but no one talks about it. I think the Pacers were going to shut some guys down, and Miles Turner made sense. Um, it would be nice to have him now at this point. Maybe after sure. the Lakers game would be good, because I mean, we don't want Andre Drummond to just shred <laughs> us apart. <laughs> Uh, he has not been shut down, per se. He just remains out. Look at him. Time. Look at him hanging on to this. Got it. Just, just say I'm right. I can't. <laughs> There's three games left. I got three more chances to be right. He comes back against the Lakers and Drummond goes for thirty and twenty. Dude, <laughs> it comes back in the playoffs. Okay. It's true. Even better. Try actually. For that might be good for me if Turner comes back on Saturday against the Lakers and Drummond actually has thirty rebounds. <laughs> it just proves your point <laughs> even more. <laughs> actually, I'm kind of rooting for that now. Yeah, I think I'd rather win that one than. Saying Miles Turner is getting shut down for the year, but yeah, um, that's the game that stands up stands out to me. Um, actually, people are going to be listening to this after the Bucks game, but I think we could beat the Bucks. Last Brogdon's week, out again. Uh, like I said, I think we can beat the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are going to be without working. Brogdon. Yeah, we haven't beat them with him. Right, so better off. Revenge game. <laughs> Get out of here. On but the Jeremy bench. O'Shea Brissett, you can't forget about O'Shea Brissett, we your might, boy. We'll see. He, he's definitely our best wing defender somehow, so maybe he'll have a better chance <laughs> how, against Giannis. How bummed do you think the Bucks are that they essentially chose Eric Bledsoe over Malcolm Brogdon a couple Pro- years probably ago? Probably very. Uh, I'm not mad if I'm the Bucks at all because I ended up with Drew Holiday. Okay, how bummed do you think the Bucks are that they have Drew Holiday over Malcolm Brogdon? Oh, I'd rather have – I think I'd rather have Drew Holiday. I mean, I'm a big <sighs> Drew Holiday believer, but he's playing really well this I'm year. I'm a Brogdon too. fan. You're I'm not, not a, a Pacers fan, I'm a, but I do <laughs> love a, Malcolm Brogdon. You're not a Drew Holiday believer. You're a Drew Holiday fanatic. Yeah, for sure. You're just so a you're, Holiday fanatic. I, I, okay, let me ask you this. Yes. If the other two Holiday brothers were not on the Pacers, how much would you love Drew Holiday? Um, <laughs> I've said this for a long time. When Oladipo and Drew Holiday – 
I guess Aaron Holiday might have been on the team at this point. But when Oladipo and Drew Holiday were first team defense the same season, that's I had already started liking Drew Holiday before that point. But I think he's such a smart player. He's so good on defense, underrated in a lot of ways. I mean, he got first team defense that year, but no one talks about him anymore um, defensively like they should. And offensively, he's a smart player. He makes a ton of good decisions, and he's a good leader too. So I, I've you always j- believed for in me, him. Brogdon. You just described Brogdon. Well, I, I just think it's a higher level for Drew Holiday. I, but I love Malcolm Brogdon too. I just, I would not, I would not like go to my deathbed arguing Brogdon over Drew Holiday. No, yeah, uh, but would Brogdon's you? younger, Brogdon's younger and cheaper and a better shooter. <laughs> so there's so a lot of good reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday is a better defender, a much better. But defender. Brogdon's a good defender too. So yeah, I think I mean Brogdon's a great leader for your team, and um, Jeremy has to hate him though. Who Brogdon? Yeah, because of Virginia. I'm like over yeah. it. Okay, I'm you're over it. Okay. I'm over it. <laughs> I mean, he's such a good dude. Any other Virginia player in the league? Hate him. Hate him. Can't stand <laughs> him. Yes. Joe Harris? Hate him. <laughs> Ty Jerome in his stupid face. <laughs> right up there with really? Mo Wagner. <laughs> up there with Mo Wagner? Hate him. Really? Dude, college. What? You know this. College takes a toll on you, man. Until yeah, they're on the face. I, I love him. It's <laughs> just crazy for me to hear. Because, yeah, like, I get the Mo Wagner thing because I think everyone hates Mo Wagner who's a college fan. Unless you're a But, Michigan dude, if fan. you're a Louisville fan and going Let, against Virginia, yes, please, please, please do. Until you've been through the Tony Bennett ringer multiple times in a season, yeah. you don't know the pain. Until, <laughs> until you've been up four dude, no with, with point nine, at point nine seconds left and you were lost kinda, the game. You you don't understand how it feels. Hey, you kind of were trembling and talking like, uh, <laughs> what's his face? Who played the Joker I in PTSD. the Batman movies? Oh, oh yeah, uh, Heath Ledger. You were like, yes. you I, don't know the pain. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I can't do the voice, but dude, that's funny. I have flashbacks to that game. Yeah, it's awful. You turn into a supervillain. <laughs> yeah, talking about it. Being a college, being a Kentucky fan, I almost said a college basketball fan. I don't think I am that, but being more a Kentucky fan, yeah, because yeah. Kentucky. No, <laughs> I. There are guys in the NBA that I'm just like I can't. It's been ten years, and I cannot stand you because of, just because of college. Um, I had I a recent. I should. Uh, let it go. I think I'm liking Draymond Green a little bit. I don't like his takes, but as a player, I think I'm appreciating him finally. No, it's the thing is the the Warriors are fun again. Yeah, that's they're the underdogs. Is. Yeah, they play really good fun basketball. I've so they're never. Good to root for. I, I've never not appreciated his game. I don't think. Oh, I've always hated like his I, game. I think I've always appreciated like the energy that he brings and the um, amount of defensive IQ that he brings to the floor. Like knowing where everyone is supposed to be at the exact same time on on defense. It, it was the off the court stuff and the yeah, yeah. Louisville played Michigan State in the uh, Sweet Sixteen of the tournament. I was there, and uh, he was a really annoying player. I'm so sure, it stuck with me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they had that like the the lineage the Michigan State. Once Draymond Green was gone, um, gosh, I can't even think of his name. Adrian Payne, and then Denzel Valentine, and it's like those teams that get like those players that you just love to hate in college mm-hmm. basketball. It always seemed to be a Michigan State guy. So like I've always had issues with all those guys that come out of Michigan State. Um, as an IU fan, as an avid IU fan, um, and I'm starting to like Draymond Green though. I I don't know how to feel about it. It's just it must be that the Warriors are fun again. You can feel okay about it. I guess yeah. Yeah. All right, let's make some picks, and then we'll move on to the final segment today. Uh, we'll include the Bucks game. Uh, Kyle, you don't know this, but we do just real quick. We'll throw out what we think our record is going to be this weekend. And then we Got every it. week say we'll keep track of it, and we have it. And we okay. have it. I'm here for it. I'm ready. 
Well, uh, do you want to keep track of it this I week? My picks. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm ready. <laughs> last week we were two and two. I said one and three. I believe you might have said two and two. I said two and two, but I, I, I picked the teams that we beat to lose two and the teams <laughs> we lost. <laughs> That's two. true. I will keep track of it, and it'll be the first time anyone's kept track of it, and then I'll never come back to update it. So it still won't get updated. <laughs> we <laughs> like I won't be back next week to update. The <laughs> Amazing. No, we were three and three and two. Three and two. No, three and one. Yeah, three, three and, and one. one. You're right. Yeah, three, three and, and one. one. So we were both wrong then. I don't. I actually was just agreeing with you. I don't know yeah, what I, think I said. If I would have been on the pod, I think I would have said three. Yeah, and one. I think you're right. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I would have said Atlanta. Yeah. Well, if you sure. want to know what our records were, you can go back and listen to last week's. But I bet now, Austin did three and one. I bet Austin picked three and one. Uh, for now, I'll go ahead and go first. Yeah. I'm gonna say one and two in these games. I think we pick up that Raptors win, but we lose to the Bucks and the Lakers. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say three and zero. Oh. Okay. Because the these guys love Nate Bjorgren Hang and on. they're playing for him. R- real quick, <laughs> quick pause. Uh, we had a we had a heart to heart with Jack. We said, Jack, you can't say undefeated every single week, <laughs> and he did change. You changed for a while. I had to, as a sad Pacers fan, had to change. It wasn't so, by it wasn't because of the conversation we had. It was the the I probably had a realization that the Pacers were bad once we good. talked. <laughs> yeah, um, you opened my eyes. So we got a one and two and a three and zero. Oh. Kyle, what do you th- what do you think? I'm I'm gonna go one and two. I was gonna maybe I was gonna maybe give you guys the bucks because I think they're um, solidified in the three seed. That's what I think. And uh, so are they not? They can, can they still get the four? They've got a game in hand. They can catch up. If the Nets lose both, they can win. Oh, out. they can get to the two. They can win gotcha. out and get to two. I was gonna say I would not be surprised if a uh, Thursday night no no um, TV game if like Giannis just like rested or something. But mm-hmm. if they if they can still get that two seed, then. I'll give you t- I'll give you one and two. If Giannis didn't win two MVPs back to back, could he have been MVP this year? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He has the numbers to be MVP. I think so. Yeah. There's always a storyline though. Yeah. I don't. This is a bold statement, but I don't think anyone will ever win three MVPs in a row. Yeah, I don't think again. so either. Because LeBron didn't, did he? Um, I don't know if he's ever won three. I don't in think a he row. did. Um, I mean, did Haywood Workman win? Uh, that's a zero. <laughs> okay, I just we we need to keep throwing his name in every week. I just. Oh. Oh, <laughs> just wait a while. Well, maybe right, maybe, we'll, yes, maybe we already got a reference. Yes. Well, I didn't even have to say that then. Let me think of someone else. Uh, uh, for everybody listening while we're looking this up, there was a really cool article someone made on, not an article, but a really cool post someone made on Reddit where it was, what if players could only win one MVP? So he went year by year. And so once you won your first one, you couldn't win again. So he went through the voting each year and looked at all the players that would have won MVPs. It, it was a really cool list. It was oh. really interesting to look at. Did Jermaine O'Neal get one? Uh, no. Dang it. I don't think so. He was um, third the one year. LeBron does not have three MVPs in a row. In fact, I think now that I am thinking of I think Larry Bird is the last player to win three MVPs in a row. That's crazy. He's the greatest of all time. It's confirmed. Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk about that off air. So you said one and three. I said three and oh. Kyle said no, one and, one one and two. two. One, one and two, two. One and two. Three now. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, there are our thoughts going forward. Kylie had something. Larry Bird has three MVPs. All right. There we In go. In a row? In a row. In a row. And those are his only MVPs. Wow. And Giannis is about to tie that. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Just out of nowhere. <laughs> he gets it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, to close out the pod today, and the reason Kyle is joining us, Kyle is our friend who loves drafting. We love doing drafts just as – all, our, all of our friends in our group love doing drafts. And what we mean by that, with that when we say drafts, 
is we love saying, here's the situation. We're drafting things yes. from this. Oh, I thought you were saying giraffes. <laughs> oh, you did a Which giraffe Which you do list? love giraffes, Yeah, right? I do, yes. Yeah, uh, I have... You have, like, different zoo giraffes? I have baby giraffe... Uh, giraffe, well... <laughs> giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> There's a T at the end of giraffe, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I only know one type of giraffe, and I think it's just African. Long neck. Oh, yeah, long neck. Let me type that two, 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 African yeah. long neck boy, giraffe. Wait, before African I, long neck Yeah, giraffe. before I type this in, are we doing a giraffe draft? <laughs> uh, no, giraffe we're not. Draft. I'll save you some time. We're, we're not. I have done a lot of drafts in the past five years. A giraffe draft is never <laughs> has never been one of them, and I'm sad. Yet. Yeah. I believe we have done animal drafts, though. We probably have, yes. Probably. Yeah, uh, for sure. But, but sorry, whoa, go ahead. Jinx. It's your sec- I, Oh, don't I, you talk. You're the host. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> You're definitely going to lose the draft now. I jinxed you. I think I'm going to lose anyways. <laughs> Agree. Yeah, if you, list, long-time listeners, if you remember back about a month ago, I wiped the floor with Jack in our previous draft. It was rough. So we'll see if he does a little bit better today. No. Here. <laughs> I won't do better. <laughs> so before we start, let me give you the parameters of the draft. With the playoffs coming up, we decided to do a Pacers draft based on playoff performances so what we're going to do is we're going to be drafting players that have made the playoffs with the pacers once you select a player that player is no longer available also you have to select a certain year for each player and once you've picked that year that year is no longer available so what this means is there's a lot of strategy going into this what year do you want to take a player in do you want to maybe box somebody out of a certain year so they can't get some other good stats from some other guys? Lots going on here. We'll try and make sure we explain it as we go along. So you're saying if I take 1998 Mark Pope, <laughs> Jeremy, you can't take 1997 Mark Pope. That's right. But and also, also you can't take 98 Austin Crozier. Okay. Or 1998 Reggie Miller. Whoa, whoa, don't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shoot, now everyone yes. knows I'm going to take him in 98. Okay. All right, as always, when we do a draft, we like to use a random number generator to determine who goes first. While you do that, can I say this? If yeah. you like this, if you like this draft, um, we might have been doing this later. I don't know. But Jeremy and I have another podcast coming out with a couple of our other friends called the Draft Party Podcast. Which, which your other friends, uh, Jacob and Caleb, have each been on They've this. They've been on this podcast. This podcast okay, so before. you've heard so you from them before. You may have so heard from them, yeah. we have, a, we have a few episodes that will be ready to launch very soon, and that is the only thing that we do on that podcast is is draft. We make up, uh, I guess we what we say is fake NBA drafts using real NBA players, yep. pretty much. So and, and do you have a name for the podcast yet? We have a name. It is the Draft Party Podcast. So don't look it up yet because it's not out yet. It's not out but yet. But very soon it's going to be out. It will be out. Yes. Yeah, and we just wanted to give you all a taste of what that's like. Exactly. Also, we just like drafting on this podcast anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it's a fun tie-in. And I'm Jack, glad it's I not think just me versus Jeremy, too. That's <laughs> yes, there's a third. It's always good. Uh, four is great. Three is good, too. I've, I mean, Jeremy and I have done non-podcast drafts before where there's just two of us, and it's it's tough sometimes. It, it does it's get tough. We do pick really hard ones sometimes, yeah, too. that's true. We I'm get also very not specific. A, and you guys are wily veterans, too, with drafting. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I'm a young buck. Also, I think we have we have two episodes ready to go. We're going to do a third one. Maybe we should just have Jack. We just do a little crossover. Yeah. Where I come on yours, and then you yeah, come on. Yeah, a little home and home. A little fair trade-off. You, yeah. you don't want to bring Austin on? I'll let you. Um, Austin has been on our old podcast before. I'll let you pick the draft. Two. Oh, a draft. The third one. Oh. Yeah, drafts. Drafts. That's my choice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, home, Jeremy, go the ahead. The rare Sorry. home and home where Jack also has home field <laughs> advantage. 
Oh yeah, I should I should be picking the draft. You pick this one. <laughs> All right. Well, in honor of Jack's birthday today, he's turning twenty-seven. We are picking numbers between one and twenty-seven. Jack, go ahead and pick your number. And let me add real quick. I just want I just want to say twenty-seven is I'm entering the prime of my career. So I, I hope everyone's really excited for this year of twenty seven, especially for this yeah. podcast, because I should hey, be man. performing at peak capacity at this point. Don't get too defensive this year. Okay. Rudy Gobert, number twenty seven. Oh. It's your Rudy Gobert. It's my year. Rudy just year. don't get just don't get too defensive this year. <laughs> my Rudy Gobert year. <laughs> I'm gonna be super defensive then, right? <laughs> everything someone says. All right. So you said I can pick a number? Yeah. One between one and twenty seven. I'm, let me think of my favorite year. Um, I'm going to go with 27. All right. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> I wanted to pick 26, but then Jeremy will pick 25. In the first <laughs> pick. Well, I can't guarantee okay, that. You got one. I will pick 15. I want 17. 17. Oh, wait. Are we doing prices right? All right. Then no, I will like do. If I go too high, I don't no, get it's it. just no. closer. All right. I will do 16. Here we go. Generating the number seven. <laughs> Damn it. So, so I get first pick. Dang it. I get first pick. But mine ended in seven. You get <laughs> you get so second pick. <laughs> oh, yours did too? Oh, yeah, because it goes, goes Cause two Because two seven, 27. I, I get second. I was a guest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guest always go. So wait, does that mean he – are we doing serpentine? Yeah, snake draft. Yeah, Hot corner draft. right here. Okay, can someone explain what that means? That means I get two picks in a row, and so does Jeremy on the next round. So the order will go Jeremy, Jack, Kyle, Kyle – Jack, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jack. <laughs> so it, when you're thinking of snakes, you know how they kind of slither? Yeah. And it's like wavy. You got to think like if the snake is going straight, he's going to curve towards Jeremy's side on the right. <laughs> go to the middle where I'm at. Go to Kyle's side and then curve. So stay on that side for a minute. Get Kyle again. Me, Jeremy, curve. Jeremy, Jack, Kyle, curve. <laughs> Kyle, Jack, Jeremy, curve. So you got it. That's why it's serpentine. Okay, got it. Thank yeah. you. Also, did you tell them we're we're picking by position? Correct. Two guards, two forwards, and a center. Right. So right. instead of a lot of times we'll do point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Today we are doing just two guards, two forwards, and a center. With all that being said, oh, I do have a quick question, real quick, regarding that. Paul George has uh, claimed his whole career that he's a shooting guard, but. And will never play small forward, but is consistently listed as. Do you want to take forward. this one or me? Uh, go ahead. Um, we go by Basketball Reference position. Okay. Our friends so at Basketball Reference. Our friends, yes. Well, our, our frenemies. Our friends. <laughs> yeah, because um, they charged us for those. So things. normally, yeah. in a in a normal draft, we would take the player's career. So if he has twelve seasons, eight of them are small forward, four of them are power forward. He's a small forward. This draft, we're going what they were that season. So, so you, if you want Mark okay. Pope 97 and he says small forward small forward in 97 <laughs> you get him as a small forward. Okay, so you're calling Paul George a liar. Oh, I mean, duh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. But there you go. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Perfect okay. for the pod. We've thrown a lot of rules at you. I promise you'll pick it up as we go along and we'll, we're here to help you with that as well. So with all that being said, I will go ahead and make my first selection. This should come as no surprise to anyone with my first pick. I am taking Reggie Miller, and I am taking him <laughs> in 2000. You little. <laughs> it's the smart year, 8.9 seconds. Um, so I get 24 points per game, 2.4 rebounds per game, 2.7 assists per game. Also, 22 total games because they went to the finals, so he was, led the team. He had games of 41 and 40 in the, in the playoffs. 
Really great season for Reggie that year. Also shot 40% from three did. on seven attempts per game, which was a lot in 2000. Yeah. I think. I mean, so he ushered in this new era. It was all Reggie. And it started <laughs> at this It started at this playoff, so Jeremy, great choice. <laughs> okay. Thank so you. just for those of you who maybe couldn't follow the rules or got confused, that also takes Reggie Miller off the board. So some examples, 95 Reggie 95 Miller. Reggie is off the board. 2,000 Jalen Rose. Correct. Anybody from 2,000 is now off the board. Right. 2,000 okay. Dale Davis, Trace Jackson's dad from Indiana. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take a center because there's not a lot of choices. All right. Um, and I have to do it, you guys. I'm going to go 2013 and take Roy Hibbert. <laughs> All-star year, played 19 games, averaged 17 points, 9.9 rebounds, 1.9 blocks per game. Had some really stellar games this year, too. This is pre, of course, the uh, pre-Paul George hooking up with Roy Hibbert's girl, <laughs> allegedly, and him putting 0.0 rebound games up against Atlanta a couple times or maybe <laughs> once uh, in 2014. So I want prime 2013 Roy Hibbert, the best center playoff performer in Pacers basketball history. All right. Good Roy pick. Hibbert's the second player picked in this draft. Is that crazy? Yes. <laughs> I will say that is a little bit crazy. Uh, he's definitely on my list, though. He's yeah. on my list multiple times because I had him in multiple years. I just I so couldn't pick the other guy. And I'm not doing ABA. I know I'd ask you guys ahead of time if we can pick ABA. Mm -hmm. I avoided ABA. I, yeah, we did. I left the option available for everyone. Uh, if you wanted to do ABA, that's fine. But uh, It would have made it easier. It would have made it a lot easier. Okay. <laughs> well, you ruined my, my game that I was going to play during this draft. I was trying to draft... All five players who lost to LeBron in the playoffs, <laughs> <laughs> because it is feasible. Because as it I was is, doing is, my yeah. research today, I found that. Yeah, man, I I I knew this before, but now I truly understand why Pacers fans just hate LeBron so <laughs> much. Because every single player almost on this list was like lost to the Heat, lost to the Cavs, lost to the Heat, yep, lost yeah. like every single player. If so you played for the Pacers in the last ten years, you lost to correct. LeBron in the playoffs. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. Um, all right. And you just took the, I mean, the only good center. Get out of here. That <laughs> lost to LeBron. <laughs> Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> um, all right. So that, that means comment. that I'm going to go ahead and take, I'm back and forth right now, but I think I'm going to take at forward two, uh, 2004 Ooh. Jermaine O'Neal. All right. Oh. 2004 Jermaine O'Neal. Now, he has 19 points per game, 9 rebounds per game, 2.3 blocks per game. 2003 Jermaine O'Neal, I understand. Better points, better rebounds, better blocks. However, 03 Jermaine O'Neal lost in the first round. Yeah. 04 Jermaine O'Neal lost to the potential or the the um champs. Yeah. In six, lost to the Pistons. Wh which right? year which year did you say? I I said 04. 04, okay. Yeah. Which takes off another really good forward. Right. So, great pick. Thank you. But you oh. get a second pick, And I have right? another and one. And you have yes. another pick, yeah. Okay, well, there you the, Because of the snake. Um, Ooh, the snake. So, I got my got my forward, and um, now I think, you know what? I might just. Hey, it's worth mentioning, too. Jermaine O'Neal was third in MVP voting in 04. Oh. So you, really? You Thank not you for that. You not only got... Jermaine O'Neal, 16 games in the playoffs, 19, 9, and 2.3 blocks. 
but you also get almost yeah. MVP. Yeah. Paul George would call it his MVP season. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also takes, um, which he was on my list, This it also takes 2004 Ron Artest. That's who I, the, I didn't want to say it, so, yeah, but Ron Artest is um, done. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it, even though we've we've been bashing him and he has a, a nickname that doesn't fit his game. Um, I'm going to take 2014 Paul George. All right. Oh, okay. 22 points per game, eight rebounds per game, over two steals per game, 40% from three. Um, of course, lost to LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals, um, who were the runner-up, actually, that year, not the winners. So um, I now have both of my forwards taken. Right. Great choices. Yeah. I uh, definitely didn't want to take Paul George. Jermaine O'Neal would have been a great choice. Um, making me really rethink my Roy Hibbert I, pick. Not I really <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm not great at these picks. I so. really um, I, I wanted to make it easier on you guys. I knew neither one of you wanted to take Paul George because yeah. of your feelings towards him, so I just went ahead and did it for I you. I would have taken Paul George <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would never have taken Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my pick. Yes, it is. This one's pick. quite easy for me. Um, I know, like, uh, Blue Wednesday happened this year, <laughs> but what does that mean? You haven't heard? Do you not celebrate Blue Wednesday? Never heard of it. Or like take time to remember Blue Wednesday? It's when Oladipo got traded. Okay. <laughs> um, and all six of my Oladipo jerseys now are out of date. Does that make yesterday Red Wednesday for Heat fans since they shut them down? I, I don't think Heat fans are actually fans. Oh, so I just that's very true. <laughs> I just want to. Uh, when you said Heat fans, I didn't really understand they've what you been, said. They've been fans like six years yeah. of their whole uh, <laughs> franchise history. And I don't think they're fans anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> Aren't they all Laker fans now? <laughs> or I guess Utah fans now, right? Wade, yeah. Wade owns the Jazz. Um, so I'm gonna go back. I gotta. I gotta go to the Oladipo well, and uh, he had an unbelievable 2018 playoffs, which we should have advanced past the first round. I'm gonna stand by that the rest of my life. Who they lose to? LeBron James and the Cavaliers. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and take Oladipo as my first guard. We took the Cavs with LeBron to seven games with Victor Oladipo as our best player. He was first-team all-defense that year, third-team all-NBA. In that series, averaged 22.7 points, 8.3 rebounds, six assists, two-and-a-half steals, and shot 40.4% from the three-point line. I think it should have been like we should have went longer into the playoffs if that goaltending call was called in our favor. But we ended up losing this one. It was a bummer, but it was the I, – I hate to compare it to the We Believe Warriors, but in a lot of way it was like the We Believe Pacers. And Oladipo really, like, solidified himself as a superstar at that point. And um, whatever your feelings are towards Oladipo, I'm – you know, like, I, I think my heart softened a little bit towards him with all of his injury stuff recently. And I am kind of glad that we didn't sign him to the <laughs> max extension like for he was sure. asking for. Mm -hmm. But um, I got to take Oladipo. And – it's easier for me to take him than Paul George, at least. So Oladipo 2018 is who I'm taking. Well, and like you got to think you you just traded Oladipo, who is now being shut down for the season yep. with the same injury, and you have a Karis LeVert who's like going off right now. Yep. So like, as much as Pacers fans loved him, which I I know a lot of Pacers fans and everyone absolutely loved Oladipo. Like, you obviously got the best part of that deal oh yeah. for sure so well james harden well <laughs> <laughs> i meant between you and the rockets okay, you yeah. got the best part of that deal that's the rockets Actually, and the heat i guess yeah the I heat. Think, not really the rockets i guess it's the heat 
I think um, anyone in the league, even if you weren't part of the trade, got the better end of the deal <laughs> than the Rockets. <laughs> Actually, I made I made I asked this question last week. Do you think the Heat would, or do you think the Rockets would go for if the Heat called them and said, "Hey, we give you Oladipo for Kelly Olynyk straight up"? Do you think the Rockets would say yes or no? The Rockets would say yes. We will take Oladipo back. For Kelly Olenek? Yeah, even though Kelly Olenek's had like this weird <laughs> resurgence <laughs> yeah. the past like two weeks. Um, yeah, I think. You, 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 you got to think. Moving forward. You yeah. got to think the coaches have done their research. Like if the Heat really think they have a chance to make some noise in the playoffs this year, if you get Kelly Olenek on your team, that's a gar- that's guaranteeing you one, at least one victory in the playoffs. <laughs> Kelly Olynyk's good for one victory in the playoffs every year. <laughs> he'll he'll give you seven threes in a game, and four of them in the fourth. You do love saying that. Yes. So, um, I I kind of agree with you too. I don't think I'd do that if I was Miami. But anyway, whose pick is it, Jeremy? It's my pick. Um, I'll tell you right up front. There are a whole lot of forwards in this draft, and not a lot of really good guards and centers. So I'm going to go ahead and take those two positions off the board for me. First up. What I'm going to do is pick the player who I think should have been taken first at center, clearly, and that is Rick Smits. <laughs> I'm going to take him in 1995. I'm going to mm-hmm. take 1995 Rick Smits. Uh, it wasn't his best stat season, but it was the deepest run in the playoffs for him, which matters a lot to me because it means he was on a better team, part of a better team, so there you go. But he still had over 20 points a game, seven rebounds a game, and two assists assists per game. Yeah, not bad stats. So that's, yeah, great stats. And had his uh, game-winning shot where he did the pump fake, turnaround, lean-in shot with 1.3 seconds left over Tree Rollins. Yeah. Right? Tree? Wasn't Shaq out of the game? Um, so never, I couldn't I don't remember. I could not tell you. Yeah, he did the up and under uh with one point three seconds left they beat the magic in that game, ended up losing the series. But Rick Smith's had his maybe his most iconic play of his Pacers career mm. in ninety five. I've been a part of a lot of drafts in my in my day. Never did I think I'd be a part of a draft where specifically nineteen ninety five Rick Smith's <laughs> was chosen. Hey, don't don't sleep on <laughs> Rick Smith. Oh, I love it. The I love second this. best center in this. Pacers history, right? <laughs> Roy Hibbert might be first. Behind Mark Pope. Get out of here. Well, I guess we hit Mel Daniels, but. Yeah. Well, also. Mark Pope. <laughs> sadly, it's not his greatest playoff moment. And if you know me, you've heard me say this before. In the first game of the 2000 playoffs, Rick Smith outplayed Shaq for about <laughs> four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to go sit down because he was too old and tired. <laughs> not just tired. He was sleepy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like an exhaustion. It was, was like he was uh, all tu- he was tuckered out. But yeah. <laughs> was in L.A. and the time change just got to him. <laughs> for those first four minutes, he outplayed Shaq, and you can go and watch it. It's one hundred percent true. You know what? That would be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make that a goal of this year. I'm gonna watch the entire 2000 finals. How did right, that? How did that team make the finals? They were good, man. They were good. Reggie, good. Reggie's a winner. Honestly. Chris, the problem was Chris Mullen couldn't play in the finals. Jalen Rose is no up. slouch. Jalen yeah. Rose was really good. Yeah, Dale Davis, Antonio. Da- we had the Davis twins. If they hadn't, if if the Lake, if the Lakers hadn't won that first game, if it hadn't have been, they had a shot. They, I think yeah. they could have won. No, well, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy won. doesn't want to say it. Kyle, I'll say it. the NBA has to have the Lakers winning over the. <laughs> Get out of here! All right, <laughs> let me make my pick. second pick. Okay. Uh, this might surprise some people. I'm going to go with the more recent player. And that is going to be 
Malcolm Brogdon from the playoffs last year. Oh. He had yeah, surprised. 21.5 points per game and ten rebounds, uh, 4.3 rebounds and 10 assists per game. So he was going off that entire playoffs. Sadly, only four games. But compared to some of the playoff performances we see from other point guards on this list, um, definitely going to take Malcolm Brogdon last year. And Nate McMillan was his coach, so that honestly means that he had a really good playoffs. <laughs> Could have played more than four games if anyone else was his coach besides Brett Brown, right? Uh, maybe. Brett Brown or Nate McMillan. <laughs> if you have Brett Brown or Nate McMillan, you're losing in the first round. <laughs> it's going to be a sweep. Um, what this also means is T.J. Warren's great playoff run from last year is off the board because no more 2020. I didn't write that down. That would have been a so great thing to write down. Yep. You took Brogdon over T.J. Warren. It, I did. Th- that makes sense, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you get you, there's a lot of other really good players at forward that I can take. Now I have both my guards and my center, so I'm really happy with that. And to recap, I have tw- uh, tw- 2,000 Reggie at guard, 1995 Rick Smiths at center, and 2020 Brogdon at guard. Jack, you are up. It is my pick. I'm going to go – I'm going to try to grab my first forward here because it looks like we're kind of running out of forwards. Well, no. No, I would say the exact opposite. Yeah, I'm looking at there this are now. Very many forwards. Maybe left. I should go ahead and get a guard. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and get a guard. I've narrowed it down to two guys. Do you want me to update you on the year available? Uh, the years that oh, are gone. Actually, yes, because this guy's about to take. I'm pretty sure this year's gone. So here you go. <laughs> the years that are off the board: 2020, 2018, 2014, 2013, okay, 2004, yep, two <laughs> 2007, 1995. I have a question. Three guys yeah. are gone. If a forward was taken from a year. Mm-hmm. Does that also take a guard from that year out of it, or just the other forwards? Uh, everything. Ev- right everything. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, then in that case, I'm going to take 1999 Mark Jackson. Frick me. All right. I have to. That's a good pick because <laughs> I'm out of guards after that. So sorry, Kyle, if you are as well. Um, so 1999 Mark Jackson, 13 games played. I mean, he was the point guard of this team. We can't take 2000 Mark Jackson, but 1999 Mark Jackson statistically was probably better. 11.2 points, 8.6 rebounds. 4.5 assists, and shot 41.2% from three. Mark Jackson might be the best point guard in Pacers history. Am I am I crazy in saying that? No. No, and to be clear, I, I'm not saying Malcolm Brogdon's a better Pacers point guard all time. I'm saying I liked his performance in the playoffs for last sure, year. For sure, for sure. Better than any of these individual performances. For sure. So uh, I'm actually I'm really glad I got Mark Jackson in this draft, especially with my third pick. Um, and I'm not mad about my team already. I mean, I, I don't have – Paul George and Jermaine O'Neal in the first round like I probably should have. And but you do have Roy Hibbert, so that's <laughs> not great. Hey, but 2013 Roy Hibbert pre-Paul George hooking up with his girlfriend, Roy oh. Hibbert. Falling down all the time. <laughs> yep, bricks for feet, Roy Hibbert. Well. All right, Kyle, you're up. I'm in a world of hurt Ooh. with my guards. Um, I know you have some good ones because we've talked about them. Still available to you. Yeah, right? I have I have, I have, have t- two, maybe. Um. So I was going to take two guards right now. I was going to take 1999 Mark Jackson, and I was going to take 2013 George Hill. However, Jack took Mark Jackson, mm-hmm. and Roy Hibbert, 2013, was also taken. Yep. So 13 is off the board. So it looks like we're going. And I, I, I truly think there's only one center left that is feasible to take, mm-hmm. and both of you already have a center. So I don't need to take him right now. Agreed. So let's go ahead and grab Michael Williams. Nice. From oh. the nineteen ninety one playoffs. Not at all who, what I expected. Are you ready for this? Spells his name M I C H E A L. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I went to search for him on 
basketball reference, and I could not find him. Ah, dyslexic parents. Yes, must have been. <laughs> Michael Williams, 1991 playoffs. Five games, <laughs> 20 <laughs> points per game, 8.4 assists per game. In those five games, you know how many threes he made? Ten. Thirty-eight. Jeez. Zero. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero threes <laughs> in those five games. The truest of true point guards yes. in the 90s, in uh, the early 90s. Just real quick, you said only five games. For a lot of these players <laughs> remaining, it was one and done <laughs> in the playoffs. That's true. Yeah, That's very true. Not a lot so of choices. It's starting to become a thing where number of games won't matter as much because they just didn't play. Very true. Um, so, like I said, I, I think I'm in a little bit of a, a world of hurt. Um with my guards, and I think, well, no, I can't do that because that year is gone. Kyle, so just do it. I'm doing it. You're a guest. You can do whatever you want. I'm taking 2017 Lance Stevenson. Oh. That's my <laughs> second guard. Who are you thinking? Uh, I don't know. I was oh, just okay. going to let you take so whoever you wanted. Well, Lance 16 points per game uh, uh, off the bench. Uh-huh. In in the five uh, or I can't remember how many games they played in 2017, um, one round. Yeah. Yep. But it's just safe to assume. Lost to the Cavaliers. LeBron. Yep. Right. Yeah. Probably. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, I think this year they lost to Toronto. I think I looked this oh, up. Oh yeah, that was the the Rose Bismack Biombo year. Oh okay. Where he had like yeah. 20 rebounds a game. Um, 16 <laughs> points per game off the bench. 39 percent from three to go along with five rebounds per game. Um. I don't really have much else to say. Not about the Lance best Lance Stevenson. Stevenson playoff performance. 2014, when uh, correct he blew in LeBron's ear in the conference finals, <laughs> yes. which led to a win. It did. Why do more people not blow in the ears of LeBron? I don't know. <laughs> but obviously, 2014 is off the board. Right. So that was unavailable. Yep. Uh, Lance Stevenson did not make my list, and it wasn't exactly an oversight. I looked at him. And said not yet like five times. Yes, and then I just never went back to him. Yeah, <laughs> I I didn't go. I'll be honest. I didn't go too deep as far as like long years. Like I didn't pretty much go before nineteen ninety, mm-hmm. unless it was like Chuck Person. Um, yeah, I didn't go all the way back to the first year of the I NBA. Mean, he's, and I also didn't do much for like current. So, which leaves me with twenty seventeen. So can we get a quick update of? Uh, what positions have been taken yes, now that we've I, done three uh, rounds? I have forward Jermaine O'Neal, forward Paul George, guard Michael Williams, guard Lance Stevenson. Who do you have? I have guard Reggie Miller, guard Malcolm Brogdon, and center Rick Smith. Okay, and I have guard Mark Jackson, guard Oladipo, and center Roy Hibbert. So, so you need to take a forward. Yeah, I have, you to, have to take a forward. Yeah. Well, I only so have literally three you forwards, forwards in a row, and then. A center for you. Four forwards in a row. Oh yeah, and then a center for you. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, so. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna be more recent. You did say Chuck Person. I'm gonna leave him for Jeremy because I have a feeling that's who he's gonna take. <laughs> I have to go more recent and go to 2019. Oladipo goes down. Yes, there's some great choices in this starting lineup, but I gotta take the guy who averaged 15 points, four rebounds, 0.8 assists, all while heavily intoxicated on drugs. I'm going Tyreek Evans. The oh fact that he gosh. averaged this <laughs> stat line while on drugs tells you how great of a player he is. I'm going Tyreek Evans. 0.8 assists. Yep. He couldn't even get one assist a game. I don't want to tell you that's a terrible pick, but I will. <laughs> that's a terrible pick. <laughs> if he wasn't on drugs, could it have been 30 points per game? There are so many other players. So many. There are four other players Why that didn't you could you have take, picked. You said Chuck Person was better and just left him there. <laughs> you did it for the joke. 
100% did it for the joke, and I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> you guys, I know I I didn't Wait. do it for the joke. I knew Jeremy was taking him next. Point I had to get him off the board. Jeez. Point eight assist. <laughs> All right, well, this is – is he still banned? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If he's not banned, he's just, like, not invited. Can back. I just say real quick – I know we try <laughs> to avoid this on this podcast. Hey, free Tyreek. <laughs> That is not the official stance of the All Pacers podcast. <laughs> also, you guys have actively been avoiding that. Like, you talk about it. You're like, guys, we need to stay away from this. I try to bring it up every week, and Austin cuts it out of the podcast. <laughs> you know when he edits it. Jeez, I have literally so many options. Yeah, four, four guys on my list. This is better than Jeremy, incredible. quit playing. Quit playing. We know I screwed up your plans. All right, so with my first forward selection i am going to go with a deep cut here from 1992 detlef shrimp wow 21 points a game 13 rebounds a game playing power forward uh one of the most forgotten pacers of all time possibly possibly (laughs) i don't know man he was super good he's up there with trucks you guys forgot about mark pope so (laughs) we did forget mark pope He's up there with Chuck Person. Parks and Rec star. Parks Don't and forget. Rec star, yeah. He was really good on that, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh. Uh, sorry, Jack, real quick. Which year did you say you took Tyreek Evans from? Uh, t- I wrote down 2019. Was it 2018? I don't, I don't know. I, he wasn't on my list, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't? <laughs> no. Oh, you thought he went off earlier, so okay, you took him off? I wrote it down <laughs> as 2019, so I'm assuming it's 2019. Okay, well, I'll take 2019 off. I'm just... We'll, we'll double check it. Oh, if it's 2018, is can I just switch it to 2018? If it's 2018, you can just have him, even though 2018 is <laughs> already off the board. Can I just have him for? It is 20. It's 2019. Okay. It's 2019. Yeah. And again, my shrimp year. I like saying that. My shrimp <laughs> year is 1992. Give me just a second here to do some bookkeeping on this. All right. And then where's your visor? <laughs> my second forward pick. Once again, so many options. <laughs> I don't know what to do because I have so many. Wow, life is so easy for Jeremy, everyone. Thank you. I know. I really love it. You're here. thought I was really blocking you off by taking away 2019. Boyan Bogdanovich. <laughs> okay, I am going. Gosh, I need to see your list because I have nobody left, but I just found one for a forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've Chuck Person, but. You have to you have to do it. Pick Chuck Person? You have to do it. I don't know if I have to. The rifleman. There's two other guys, th- three other guys right there with him. I could take any of them. Can I just say too, I know we try to avoid on this podcast. Man, free Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barkley. That one yeah, I agree. that one I can get on Chuck board Person, with. man. Free, free Chuck. Chuck. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and with my selection, I am going to take 2011 Danny Granger. Dang it. <laughs> I'm on 2011 Danny Granger right now. 21.6 points per game, 5.6 rebounds per game, 3.2. Uh, the emotional heart and soul of the Pacers from about 2005 until mm-hmm. 2012. Love to have him on my team. I think that's a great pick for in my last round. Wow, yeah. Who did they yeah. lose to in 2011? Uh, I'm not sure. Me neither. I can look it up real quick. I had 2012 Danny Granger on my list. I had them both. 11 games. You know, but I, I think the only reason I had him on my list was to do my joke because he <laughs> lost to LeBron in 2012. <laughs> 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 All 
I also had now that oh I guess you you both don't have forwards. Never mind. I was gonna read off some forwards that I had on my list. Well, I have a good one next, and I know <laughs> you're gonna have him, so just save it for a minute, okay? But I can don't we? I don't believe you. <laughs> they lost to Chicago in 2011. Oh, MVP Derrick Rose. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Yeah. MVP Derrick Rose. Yeah. yeah. Um, huh? just a quick yeah. recap: Is 2005 still available? 2005 is available. All right. Well, then with my fifth pick and final <laughs> selection. If you don't take this person that I'm looking at right now. Well, okay. So I do just want to preface it by saying Anthony Johnson is available. <laughs> had 20 points in one game. I mean, just had a really good 25 play. I got it. Okay. First of all, I just have to say I have to take a player from this year because of all the hardship that this team faced throughout the season. Obviously, the malice of the Palace happened this year. And this team still made the playoffs and still put up an effort against some of these teams. I got to go with our best player in this, and in, in, well, arguably our second best player in this playoffs, Steven Jackson at forward. That's who I was looking at. I'm going for so, stack. Good job. It was between him and Chuck Person, who we keep talking about, but Steven Jackson played 13 games this year, um, averaged 16.1 points, 3.8 rebounds, 2.2 steals, I mean, 2.2 assists, and 1.9 steals. So, I mean, Good all-around performance uh, throughout this playoffs for Steven Jackson, and it's really easy to forget how good of a player he was. Okay, let me – since, Kyle, you already have your forwards, right? Yep. All right, some forwards that Jack left on the board by <laughs> selecting Steven Jackson and Tyreek Evans. Uh, you left a Metal World Peace year yeah. out there. You left Chuck Person out there, obviously. 87 Chuck Person. There was another Jalen Rose year you could have taken. Right. And you didn't want any of those. You didn't want a David West – you didn't want Derek McKee. You could have taken any of these guys, and you chose Tyreek Evans. Let me stop you there. Yes, I chose Tyreek Evans. I don't think that's the pick that's in question. I think the pick that's in question is the Steven Jackson pick. They are no way. Uh, Dude, Steven Jackson. I would have had less problem. Much better, a much better pick than if, Tyreek Evans. If you had taken Steven Jackson first, I would have been like, well, okay, like that makes guys, a little sense. Yeah, I let, me, let me turn down my volume real quick because I'm about <laughs> to get a little heated. Tyreek. Tyreek. Tyreek Evans was on drugs. That should be worse yeah. for him. Steven Jackson probably was too. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, do you want to say it? No. Free hey, Steven if, Jackson. Hey, Steven Jackson, if you're listening, we, we, we don't think you're on drugs. Doesn't he have a podcast called All the Smoke? Oh, I think he probably would say yeah. He's for no. sure smoked forever. Okay. He's probably not offended by saying no. that. The fact that the order went Tyreek Evans and then Steven Jackson. I was worried Tyreek Evans wasn't going to make it. I th I thought you were going to take Boyan in 2019 and I wasn't going to be able to get Tyreek in 2019. Crazy, man. <laughs> okay, um, I have one pick left. It has to be a center. Yes, you do. There is one left in my opinion. Jan. It is not. Behind me. <laughs> it is from 2002, which I think is still on the board. Huh? His name is Brad Miller. Oh, All-star. Yeah. One-time all-star, maybe? Yeah, uh, one time all star. One time all star. We, we know him as Bradley Miller, but yeah, Brad. Um, Bradley Miller, who averaged 11 points. And again, we know him as Brad Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 11, 11.2 points, um, 9.8 rebounds that year. Um, play Only played five games in the playoffs, but again, like you guys said, for the last pick, um, you're going to have that. In that season, though, he, he averaged for the Pacers. He played for the Bulls that year and the Pacers. Um, but once he got to the Pacers, averaged um, 15 points per game and eight rebounds per game on 56% shooting. 
So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's my center. Don't ask me about his defense because I have no idea how good he was <laughs> on defense. Um, and that rounds out my team: Jermaine O'Neal, power uh, forward; Paul George, forward; Michael Williams, EAL; Michael Williams, uh, guard; Lance Stevenson, guard; and Brad Miller, center. Jack, you want to say your team? Yeah, I gotta <laughs> write. Save the best for last. I gotta write the. I gotta <laughs> write the year. Oh, did you go already? No, I said save the best for last. Right? Did you go already? <laughs> Um, so guards, I have Mark Jackson, 99, Oladipo, 2018, center, I have Roy Hibbert, 2013, and then forwards, I have Tyreek Evans, 2019, leading the way, and then Steven Jackson, 2005, who I'm actually thinking right now he might have been a guard. Was he a for He was a forward, right? No, he's a he forward. Okay, on okay, list, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> All right, then on my list, I had Reggie Miller and Malcolm Brogdon at guard. I had Detlef Schrimpf and Danny Granger at forward, and I rounded out with Rick Smith at my center. Man, uh, I, I, I really started off good. <laughs> and my, my team started off, I was loving it. Yeah. And then I now realize the amount of forwards that were out there, I, I should have gone, um, gone Jermaine O'Neal and, and probably Mark Jackson instead of Jermaine O'Neal and Paul George. Yeah, and, you know, I started out strong, and then I – in the middle, I was strong, <laughs> and then I finished strong. So I also feel pretty good. I was gonna say the same thing. So I, if you were probably strongest, like right in the middle, like literally your like third pick. <laughs> well, I got Mark Jackson Oladipo. I thought Tyreek was your third pick. Tyreek, wow, he made it all the way to the fourth round. I that's why I, I had to take him. I he's a keeper. If we're doing a keeper league, he's a keeper. Who Tyreek Evans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you got you got to grab him when you can. <laughs> I I kind of bounced the idea of him taking him in the first round a little bit, but. Well, here's some other guys that didn't get picked today. Uh, I mentioned some of the forwards already, like Chuck Person and Jalen Rose um, in a Metal World Peace year. Also, Billy Knight from way back in 1981. He had a really good season as a shooting guard. Billy. David West. Uh, Derek McKee, obviously. Jeff Foster. Yeah, Jeff Foster. Uh, yeah, Travis I looked up Jeff Foster's playoff numbers. Travis Best, and they point were, guard. Yeah, not great. They were crap. Jeff Foster. <laughs> You mean all-timer Jeff Foster? All-timer. Hey, put yes, some respect on his name. That one. <laughs> and then also uh, Vern Fleming for point guard didn't get picked. And then Dale Davis, you could have got him power forward or center for one season as a center. We didn't take friend of the podcast Scott Pollard. Didn't take Friend him. of the podcast yep. Chris Copeland. Nope. Friend of the podcast CJ Watson. Nope. Sorry, guys. But uh, maybe next time. But yeah, and these teams will soon be on Instagram for you to vote on. We need you to tell us who the best team is, and thank you for picking me. <laughs> Easy. Wow, confidence. Hey, I have – I have – I'm just now realizing this. You do have a good team. Defensively. Yeah. My team is fantastic on defense. Jermaine O'Neal, for sure a first-team all-defense at one point, right? Mm, good question, Kyle. I, uh, I mean, I'll look it up while you read the rest of your team. Okay. Um, Paul George, obviously a first-team all-defense. Lance Stevenson – don't know if he ever made um, all defense, but was very well known for his antics, at least. On I mean, he's a defender. Yeah, he's very defender. well known for his defense. So um, I like my team defensively. I, I I don't I don't necessarily like my team guard wise. <laughs> uh, never an all uh, first team defense O'Neal? or second team defense. No. Jeez. He, he oh well wait like he averaged so many blocks. He was all NBA, third team twice, second team once. And was most improved player in O two, but is defensive player of the year a weekly award? Oh no, <laughs> he didn't get that either. So yeah, no. Uh, I mean, let All the right. let oh, well. 
led the league in blocks in 01, though. Could hey, there we go. go. He's a good Hey, defender. but you know good what defender. they say. If you lead the league in blocks and yeah, you're a pastry, you're not going to make a defense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, like I said, those are going to be up on Instagram for you to vote on. Um, any closing thoughts today, guys? Um, Kyle, I'm really excited for your podcast. Thank you. Um, I think if it's anything like this draft right here, which I'm guessing that it is, it's going to be a really fun podcast. So we'll we'll keep that, uh, or we'll we'll when we do end up going ahead with that podcast and posting the episodes, we'll let everyone know who's listening. Um, and it should be soon. Yeah, thanks so for having me on. We're excited about it. Uh, what what are some of your ideas? We have for uh, it? we have two up right now, uh, or two ready to go right now. Um, and we can just give you a little sneak peek. One is a a draft where we pick players who had to play with Shaquille O'Neal. So it's an all-time Shaq draft. Got um, to play with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Shaq played with <laughs> a lot of teams and a lot of players, so that's a fun draft um, to do. And then our second one was um, had nothing to do with the NBA except for the players. It was a bachelor draft. So okay. it was um, NBA players that we would love to see on the uh, reality show The Bachelor. Who was like the obvious pick on that? Was there one guy we were like, yeah, he had to have gone? I would say draft. that that's one of those drafts where like we all had no, different yeah. lists. All three of us went different ways, different strategies. Like, like you could no go Kelly Oubre. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, Kelly Oubre. You got could go looks. You could go personality. You could just go. You know, um, you have to to listen to that one to 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 hear our strategies because. Um, I think all three of us went mm-hmm. like different routes for it. Yeah, so. and I'll definitely download that episode and listen to that episode. Yes, oh. please do. But yes. hey, if you guys are if you guys are listening right now and you know you can't listen to the episode one week, hey, at least download it, right? <laughs> yeah, right as well. That's how, that's how we get our numbers up. So keep downloading, keep subscribing, hit um, play. You skip can, through it a little bit. You can play if you you can play it if you want. <laughs> Uh, also, also go ahead and go follow us on Instagram at all.pacers and Twitter at all underscore pacers. Uh, we love hanging out with you guys on those platforms. And we will see you all next week. Peace out. Thanks, y'all. You want me, Joel Embiid? Come get it, because I'm going to give it to you. Are you kidding me? Sabonis brought it to him.